Blog Talk Radio.
I am, Jehovah, the mighty God. Well, good evening, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and we are a Christian international non-denominational church on the Internet that was founded in the love of Jesus Christ. Amen? Welcome in Jesus' name, and I pray that you've had a blessed week thus far. I take it that if you're listening now, all is well. Amen? And if you don't happen to think that all is well, then cast your care upon the Lord because he cares for you. And he knows more about your situation than you do. Amen? Amen. So we welcome you all, and we're so happy that you were able to join us. Yes, there are some of us that are... um, Uh, how do we put it, out of town, so to speak. But they will be recasting the broadcast at their earliest convenience. Amen? Amen. Uh, You know, this is the time of year where children are out of school and parents have to deal with all kinds of different kinds of circumstances and events, some of which are just um, unpredictable. So we want to thank the Lord for all of the saints gathering together. And for the Lord building us up and strengthening us in his might and holy power. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for all of our first-time listeners. And we're asking you, Lord, to increase their number in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask you, Lord, to bring people that are ready to hear the truth, that are ready to receive instruction and correction that are ready to grow in the things of God. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you, Lord, that you have a people. You have a remnant. And you promised, Lord, many things concerning the remnant of your church. So we thank you, Lord, for bringing them up and helping us to minister to them to welcome them in with open arms and to minister to them in your love and power. We want to thank you for these days with the rain and with the sun, wherever we happen to be. Some of us want less rain and some of us want less heat. Nonetheless, Lord, our grace is found in you and your grace is sufficient for us. We thank you, Lord, that we're still here. We still have the opportunity to witness to people about the love of Jesus Christ. We still have the opportunity to invite people to join us at Miracle Internet Church. So we thank you for every opportunity to witness to the love and power of Almighty God. And we thank you for opportunities to invite others to join us here at Miracle Internet Church. We give you praise, Lord. We want to invite all of our first-time listeners to join us in our chat room. And our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is miracleinternetchurch.com. 
That's MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. When the page changes, click Guest. When it changes again, sign in using your name, one of those names that's on your birth certificate, and enter your greeting for the saints. Amen? Praise the Lord. And the saints will respond to you. So we want everyone to feel welcome and at home and at peace and knowing that they will hear from God tonight. Amen. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we just ask you to bless everyone who comes up tonight and to uh, speak into their hearts, Lord, in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Father, if any of our membership is experiencing pain or discomfort in any way that it's hindering them from participating in the services, Father, we ask that you heal them, that you make them more comfortable so that they might be able to partake along in the fellowship of the saints. Amen. We thank you, Lord, and we give you the praise for it in Jesus' name. Also, Father, in Jesus' name, uh, we lift up um, Steve's family to you. Father, we lift them up to you during their season of bereavement. Each person has different needs, Father, but you're well able to meet all of their needs. I thank you, Lord, for bringing agreement where agreement is needed and togetherness where togetherness is needed. We want to thank you, Father, for what you're doing. We want to thank you for our speaking to the saints and encouraging them to lay up treasure in heaven. Thank you, Lord, for the growth that we see in the saints. And we want to thank you for the life of Brother Steve while he was with us. He was active. He enjoyed listening and receiving the word of God and sharing in the communion of the saints. Father, we want to thank you that you helped used us to help him in his last days, Lord, so that he would be ready to transition when his season and time of transition came. We ask, Father, that you will help all the others that may need to transition at some point, Lord, to grow in the faith and to become the trees of righteousness that you desire for all of us to be. In Jesus' name, touch his family, Lord God. Many of them need breakthroughs. Many of them just need to come to understanding who you really are. 
So we trust you, Father, for this. In the name of Jesus, we ask that you heal mended hearts and that you heal disrupted minds. In Jesus' name, we give you praise, glory, and honor for it all. And everybody said amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, it's it's a stressful time when families try to get together um, to do a service for their deceased loved one. Everybody has an opinion, and uh, everybody uh, feels a certain way about how things ought to be. So sometimes it takes a little while in the middle of all of that emotion that's going on to come to some settlement and agreement on how matters should proceed. So we ask the Lord to help them in that matter. Amen. Praise the Lord. Also, saints, um, we want you to enjoy uh, the summer. Enjoy. Summer is, is a time for enjoyment and some relaxation. That's right. I just realized that within a month, uh, the youngsters will be going to be going back to school. And I said, boy, that's quick. Well, maybe not so, but I thought it was. So we want you to get some relaxation time in, catch your breath, some restful time with the Lord, and be renewed and be rejuvenated. Amen? Amen. I was uh, I was um, going to the newscast looking for weather reports. And before they did the weather report, they had to tell me that nine counties were all going to start school on a certain date. And I went, really? <laughs> I wasn't ready for school buses yet. <laughs> I was happy for traffic minus school buses. But they'll be back soon. And so um, I'll have to um, <laughs> I'll have to uh, alter my, uh, my daily travel. Because um, because I was, um, you know, I was thinking, oh, it will be a long time before uh, everybody is um, going to be back. But not so. It's not a long time. It's a short time. <laughs> so we need to all catch our breath while we can. Uh, enjoy summer. Enjoy the fruit of the season, enjoy relaxation, enjoy some private time, enjoy some rest, and get ready because it's going to start all over again. Amen? Amen. Get ready because it's going to start up before you know it. I like, boy, I was really surprised, but I'm glad I found out. I would hate to have suddenly taken off to go somewhere. And um, and all of a sudden, there's school buses everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's not time yet, but it is time. Put some FYIs in the chat room earlier today. If you haven't had an opportunity to view them, perhaps you should. Uh, God has um, been so gracious as to let me find things that I wasn't even looking for. And uh, I'm happy we did. Uh, some of you might uh, want to reconsider where you get your credit cards from after you read some of it, but um, 
God is still on the throne. He he's still he's still moving. He's still touching our hearts and our lives. And we want to thank the Lord for what he's doing. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So let's go before the Lord in prayer. Amen. I've been looking forward to this today because the message tonight is um Interesting, we'll put it that way. It's a little, it comes from a different perspective, but uh, it's good for the soul. Amen? Amen. You know, um, what was I going to say? That was it? Okay, good. I didn't leave anything out. So, Father, we will praise your name with a song and will magnify you with thanksgiving. Yes, you got to stay thankful, saints. It will keep you from getting in a slump. It will keep you from getting uh, dis- discouraged and depressed. you got to stay thankful. If you keep thanking the Lord out of the bottom of your heart, it will help keep your mind in the right place. Amen? Amen. Sometimes we have to practice silence. Well, what does that mean? Sometimes we just need to be quiet. We don't need to say everything we think. We don't have to tell anybody what's really on our mind. Sometimes we need to keep it to ourselves between us and the Lord. Amen? Amen. Because sometimes that's what keeps the peace. (coughs) Amen? So let's give God the praise. And let's continue to enjoy the blessings of summer because they are different from the blessings of winter. There's no snow right now. Think about it. No snow right now, at least not where most of us are. So we want to thank the Lord for what he's doing. Amen. Because before we know it, no, we'll be back. Think about it. So we have to enjoy the warmth of the sun while we have it. Amen. It's the attitude of gratitude that leads to a happy life. Amen. Heavenly Father, <laughs> we praise you and adore you. For you alone are worthy of our praise. For you are the creator of all things, even that. In you, all things hold together. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. We will sing unto you and we will sing praises to you because you are our Lord God. In trust and obedience. We praise your name. We praise you, Lord, according to your righteousness. We will sing praises to your name, O Lord Most High. Through your grace, we will praise your name forever. We will offer praise to you, Lord. We know we are glorifying you. And we know this brings us both great joy and blessing. Let our mouths be filled with your praise and honor all the day long, Father. 
We will sing of your mercies forever. With our mouths will we make known your faithfulness to all generations. It is such a good thing to give thanks unto you, O Lord, and to sing praises unto your name. We want always to show forth your loving kindness and the morning and your faithfulness every night. Because of who you are and all you've done for us, we are able to offer the sacrifice of praise to you continually, and it is our desire to do so. It pleases us, Lord, to be able to give you the fruit of our lips, even praise to your name. Thank you, God, for everything. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for the grace and abundance and peace and love and joy and strength and victory that you pour out on your saints, Lord. We are grateful recipients for all the graces of God. We want to thank you for wisdom and counsel. We want to thank you, Lord, for keeping our foot from slipping and keeping us from falling, Lord. Sometimes we're too preoccupied with what we are doing or with other things entering in to notice that we're beginning to slip in an area. But thank you, Father for bringing our attention to such. We want to thank you for slowing us down if we need to slow down a bit. We want to thank you for keeping us steady if that's what's needed. And we want to thank you for giving us a little more forward momentum if that's what's needed. We give you praise. We thank you, Lord, that we draw our strength from you, our relationship with you, our inheritance from you through Jesus Christ, our Savior. It is love poured upon your beloved one, and we receive your love. We give you our love, Father, and we receive your love poured into us. We want to thank you, Lord, for helping us when we come to pray. Many times, Father, we don't know how to pray as we ought. But as our usual fare is, we start off with what we do know. But as we proceed, Father, we ask you to bring in the nuances of change that you are looking for and desiring. Because you know what prayer you're ready to answer right now. So we ask, Father, that as we come before you, that you tweak our prayer lives. Thank you that you correct our prayer lives, that you properly align our prayer lives with your desire and your will to answer our prayers. We come before you perceiving what we want or what we think we need, but, Lord, you know what the answer and solution for us is. We want to thank you for the answers and solutions from the Godhead, and we give you praise for that. We thank you, Lord, that you know how to fix everything. Whatever went wrong in the garage, you know how to fix it. We thank you for bringing into our acquaintance those that can help us with those issues. Some of us don't have ready access to craftsmen. So we thank you, Father, for opening up avenues 
that we might meet those persons and interact with them and interchange with them, that the job may be done to your pleasing. We thank you for providing the finances for such and the know-how and the equipment and the timing for such in Jesus' name. We pray, Father, that those that attend to our cry, that hear our call for help, will be skilled craftsmen. They won't shirk on the job. They won't lie to us. They won't circumvent the truth, that they will be truthful instead of disingenuous, that they will show up when they promise to show up, that they won't have these sudden increases in charges that they claim were unpredictable before. We thank you, Father, for persons that are trustworthy and that can do a great job. We thank you for it, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for it all. There are many things, Father, that your people need, many things, all of which I can't mention in this prayer. But, Father, I'm asking in the name of Jesus Christ, from my position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, that you bring the solution to our needs to us. Many times, Father, we cannot go to where the answer is. We don't know where that is, but you do. So we trust you to bring us into contact with that that is good for us and helpful for us and supportive of us, Father, in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Some of us with businesses need new contacts. We need new contacts and new veins of income and finance in the name of Jesus. We want to thank you for that. We want to ask you, Father, to open up the portals of blessing for your people, Lord, that we might receive mightily from your hand in Jesus' name. We give you praise, Father. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you, Father, for blessing those that you would use to bless us. We want to thank you, Father, for blessing those that you will use to bless us. We want to thank you for placing them in positions that they are able to help us and to support us and to advise us and to encourage us in a manner in the name of Jesus. Thank you for all the supporters, Father, that you place around us in the name of Jesus. We thank you for their ministry to us. We thank you for their good work. We ask you, Father, that you would bless them abundantly in the name of Jesus. We want to thank you for those, Father, that will provide answers that we've been praying for for some time. We ask you to open our ears and open our eyes that we might see what you're trying to say, that you can get our attention at the needed moment. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you for bonuses, Father, whether it's a reduction in price, whether it's a change in venue, whatever that may be, the bonuses that we need, Father, we thank you for bringing them into our lives and into play, Lord, whether it's a donation that we will receive or a donation that we will give. We thank you for the bonuses in Jesus' name. 
We thank you for ready workers. Ready workers, Father. Ready workers in your kingdom. Persons that minister in the ministry of helps, Father. We want to thank you for blessing them and enabling them to be a blessing to many of your people. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father. And we thank you for the blessing of being in your kingdom in Jesus' name. There are many blessings that you relate to your people. We thank you for abundant grace and success, fear of the Lord, for faith, for hope, for victory in spiritual warfare and strength, Father. We give you praise. We thank you, Lord, for the healing that we are receiving in our bodies and in our minds and in our emotions and in our souls in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Help us to be patient as we progress in our healing, Father, in Jesus' name. Help us to be willing to rest in you as you do the work that you have determined to do. We give you praise, Father. We give you praise. You know, Lord, many times we think a certain thing, well, it's time to get this done and get it over with. But sometimes, Lord, we're a little ahead of ourselves. We need to wait on your unction, the unction of your spirit, Father. And we thank you for causing us to pause when it's time to pause and to go forth when it's time to go forth in Jesus' name. We welcome, Lord, into our sphere those that you have deemed ought to be there, Father. And if there are those that are in our sphere, Father, that you wish to remove, we come into agreement with you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know, some people are in our lives for a season, and some people are in our lives, but they're not, they're not productive in our lives. Amen. They're not productive in our lives. They're just taking up a spot. So we thank you, Lord, for productivity in our lives, in Jesus' name. And even in relationships, that there will be relational productivity, Father, in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over all anxiety and stress, every terror, all fear of man, all fear of death, all faithlessness, every fear, every stress, every doubt, every unbelief, every anxiety. We bind you in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, that you have caused us to overcome. We take authority, dominion, and power over all depression and oppression and insomnia and excessive mourning and heaviness and self-pity and despair, and rejection, and hopelessness, and brokenheartedness, and suicidal tendencies in the name of Jesus. We bind every root of bitterness, every spirit of impulsiveness, and every spirit that doesn't want to praise you, Lord, 
You've given us a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness or depression or disillusionment in Jesus' name. And we do as you tell us in the scriptures. We humble ourselves and we obey you. And we begin to praise you, Lord. We praise you for who you are. We praise you for everything that you've done for us. We praise you that you are the true God, and besides you, there is none other. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor that you are due, Father. We thank you, Lord, for helping us through every difficult and hard place in our lives and helping us to remember when Satan comes with temptations, Father, that you have promised never to leave us nor forsake us. You've promised to supply every need. You've promised to be there with us through every situation and every season of life. You are our God. You live within us, and you're not running away. Help us to walk in truth, Lord. Help us to walk in truth. Help us to remember the truth when we begin to panic in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, thank you, Lord. 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 Amen. Thank you, Lord. Father, we cannot change people. We can pray for them. We can believe you for changes in their lives, but we can't change them. We have to allow you to do so. And we have to get out of the way. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to stay in our lane when we need to, for helping us to just close our mouths, trust you to do what needs to happen, Father. Thank you. You know what to do, Lord, and you know how to handle it. So we want to thank you. In the past, we've been a little too forward. And we may have spoken out of turn, but, Lord, we're learning, we're growing, we're developing. And we're learning to just seal our lips and trust you and let you take care of it. It's a new way of living, Father, but we're willing to embrace it. It's a new way to to walk with you, just trusting you to do it all. But we thank you for it. We command every demon spirit that's trying to hinder us or hold us back or interfere with our work in the kingdom of God, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. You will not hinder us. You will not interfere. Every attack that comes, we return it from whence it came in the name of Jesus. We'll receive no attacks from the enemy in the name of Jesus. We wear the armor of God, and we raise the shield of faith, and we quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We take authority, dominion, and power over every kundalini spirit in the name of Jesus, and with the sword of the spirit, we cut off the head, the tail, the entrails, 
of every Kundalini demon in Jesus' name. We send every false religious spirit back where it came from in Jesus' name. We'll not have it from relatives, nor from friends, nor from strangers, nor from acquaintances in the name of Jesus. We bind the transference of evil spirits, and we thank you, Father, for healing us in Jesus' holy name. Yes, Lord. Hear us speedily, O Lord. Cause us to hear your loving kindness in the morning, for in thee do we trust. Cause us to know the way wherein we should walk, for we lift up our soul to you. Deliver us, O Lord, from our enemies. We flee unto you to hide us. Teach us to do your will, for you are our God and your spirit is good. Lead us into the land of uprightness. We thank you, Father, for the peace of God. We thank you for the shield of faith so that we will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We put on the helmet of salvation. And we send all warfare back in the name of Jesus. All warfare is sent back. Every attack that's come against the saints, we bind it in the name of Jesus. We send it back where it came from in the name of Jesus. Every device, every tactic, all pronouncements, all curses, we send them all back, Lord, because you didn't send those to us. And we will not receive it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bind all agents of the devil in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over every conversation in Jesus' name. We plead the blood of Jesus over every conversation in the name of Jesus Christ, even our conversations with you. We put on the helmet of salvation and take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. We are covered with the blood of Jesus. We repent of all of our sins, and we forgive all who have sinned against us or against our family members in any way in Jesus' name. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that it rises against us in judgment, we condemn now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we cast down every imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and we bring every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over all the demonic activity that has come against our thought life in the name of Jesus. We break your grip and hold, devil, in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your grip and hold. We break your powers attacking our minds. We bind those spirits that would attack our minds in the name of Jesus. We cage them in eternal chains in the darkness. We chain them with everlasting chains in Jesus' name, and we send them to the feet of Jesus. For immediate judgment. Every spirit that has come against our minds, come against our thoughts, come against our heart attitudes toward the Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power, and we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Every spirit that would attempt to push us or provoke us to backslide, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Every spirit that would attempt to provoke us or tempt us to backslide, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Father, when we come around certain people, especially family members, we have a tendency to let down our emotional guard. And as soon as we do, Father, those demons from the past come flooding back in. Father, we ask you to forgive us. We ask you to forgive us for letting our guard down. We were following our emotions instead of walking in the spirit. Forgive us, Lord, for being in the flesh. We bind all those spirits in the places where we've been in the name of Jesus Christ. And we disconnect ourselves from every entity, every spirit, and every demon. Amen. That was there in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for freedom from the devil. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Teach us, Lord, how to better walk in spiritual warfare when we're going into these situations so that we don't let our guard down inadvertently in Jesus' holy name. When we're taken aback or caught off guard, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to help us and teach us how to close those emotional gates so that we're not manipulated by the enemy when we're around certain people in Jesus' name. Yes, the enemy has laid a snare for us, but, Father, you will deliver us. You'll give us a way of escape. You promised to do so. We thank you for the promise. So, Father, help us not to stay in our emotions. Help us not to wallow in our feelings. Help us not to live in the well-I-thought world. Help us, Lord, to humble ourselves and walk in the Spirit. And listen to the Holy Spirit when he tries to get our attention, Father, in the name of Jesus. Sometimes, Lord, on the phone, we trip up because something unexpected is said. Or else we begin to believe something that someone says to us without proof that it's the truth. Father, help us not to receive lies and deceptions and delusions because we of our opinion of the person that we're interacting with in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, opening our eyes so we can see the truth and hear the truth. Open our ears to hear the truth. And to know the truth in our inward parts, Lord. We don't want to be deceived. We don't want to be lied to. We don't want to be tricked. And we don't want to be misled. Help us, Lord, to be compassionate when people do ugly, unkind, and unworthy things to us in the name of Jesus. Yes, they knew what they were doing. They did it on purpose. It was planned. And we know that they did it on purpose and that it was planned. But, Lord, help us to be forgiving of them nonetheless. Their flesh, they're full of corruption. 
And that's what corruption does. And demons hang out in corruption. So we thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We thank you for strength of character, the character and nature of Jesus Christ within us. Help us to draw on you more, Lord, and less on ourselves, our thoughts, our emotions, our mindset, and our flesh. In Jesus' name, we give you praise. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, they knew they were lying, but they lied anyway. And they thought they were going to get away with it, but we both know that they didn't. So, Lord, help us to take forgiveness all the way. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Let your love and your compassion rise up in us and override whatever they have done. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, help us not to have any ill will or spite toward people that are ugly in their behaviors, ugly in their demeanor, confusing because they're in confusion themselves. We take authority, dominion, and power over all confusion that attempts to attack us. It's not our confusion. It's someone else's, and it's trying to leech a hold of us. We cut it free. We cut ourselves free in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut ourselves free from that confusion, and we command it to come up and out of our thoughts and out of our mind in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over every distraction in our mind and the root cause for the distraction. We curse it at the root in Jesus' holy name. We curse curse every distraction at the root. It's not from you, Lord. It's the enemy trying to get an inroad. And we break his grip and hold in the name of Jesus. We break his grip and hold in the name of Jesus. We break his grip and hold in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for bringing to mind those things that we have a tendency to let slip and forget. As we listen to you, you will lead us in paths of righteousness for your namesake, Lord. Thank you. We receive those paths in Jesus' name. Now, Lord, I pray for those who are a part of this ministry that are actually backslidden at this moment. I ask you, Lord, that as the message goes forth, that you will convict them, Lord, and help them to see the light in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments, and satanic agendas against the righteous. Father, when you give us godly counsel and advice through the lips of others, help us to humble ourselves and receive it in Jesus' name. We give you praise. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. We come out of agreement. Hey, out of agreement, out of agreement, out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their powers. We want nothing to do with them. Amen. We come out of agreement. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. 
We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We take authority, dominion, and power over any diseased state that's attempting to overcome us. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ, and we break its power. We take its power from it, and we transfer the power to Jesus Christ because all power belongs to God. Amen. Amen. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar, electronic, digital technology demons in their attacks. We bind Leviathan spirits in their attacks and all brainwashing and kundalini spirits in their attacks, all water and marine spirits in their attacks, all sex devils in their attacks, all unclean spirits in their attacks, passive devils in their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence spirits, smart dust, drone spirits, all sorcery devils in their attacks, every attack, all seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the strangers, the charmer and the seducer in their attacks in the name of Jesus, all hypnotic, and trance devils in their attacks, electromagnetic attacks, smart technology, and particle attack, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult, all force feedback, cyber-stalking, cyber-sex, cyber-sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, Binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Binding all hypnotic and trance devils and all mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all microwave frequency attacks, all 5G and components, everything coming against us from outer space as we know it from uh, satellite, through the cell towers, and through our devices, in Jesus' name. We bind all 5G and components in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Caribbean and Latin American, global cabals, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Bangladesh, Indian, Yarko Spanish, indigenous groups, all covens of witches, warlocks, wizards, sorcerers, divinators, 
We bind the work of every coven against us in the name of Jesus, and whatever warfare they have sent against us, it is returned in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever warfare has been sent against us, it is returned according to the covenant in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind our Morgellons attack, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits, which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind trapping them in their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity, and continual bombardment of spiritual warfare against us from the same sources. From the same sources. They're forever attacking us, these same sources. Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over these sources in Jesus' name. And we place each of these sources into the hands of God the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for dealing with these sources in the name of Jesus Christ and bringing them subject to the name of Jesus Christ. We place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. Amen. The Father has promised to make all of your enemies your footstool, Lord. So we place all of these sources there in Jesus' name. Whatever their intent or purpose is, we turn them over to you, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. These sources of continual, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog, and every abomination has been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect, all satanic ritual abuse devils, all satanic worship, all witchcraft dedication and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their web, trapping them in their own web. We bind all the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. Father, in the name of Jesus, these enemies that come against your people, Lord, you promise us victory over every enemy, a defeat for every enemy, Father. You promise us overcoming over every enemy in the name of Jesus. So we declare your word over every enemy in Jesus' name. We declare that every enemy is defeated. Every enemy is conquered. Every enemy is quenched. Every enemy is vanquished in the name of Jesus. Every enemy is ground to powder in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for victory over our enemies in the name of Jesus Christ because they are the enemies of the throne of God. They are the enemies of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Godhead. We want to thank you, Lord, that your kingdom reigns over all. Thank you that your kingdom reigns over all. Well, we bind mammon and his agents, the transference of evil spirits, 
And we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, disperse, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, monitor, track, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool, the carnal mind, the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant. All and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work. Even if it's to our property, we return the attack. We return what was sent. Sowing and reaping is not over. We thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Father, these people sin against us, and they sin against you. Amen is so. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. We take authority, dominion, and power over the attacks in our private in the name of Jesus and the attacks in our thoughts in the name of Jesus. We return these attacks. They didn't come from the throne of God. They came from the devil in the name of Jesus. And devils, here they are right back in Jesus' name. Father, they are people, entities here on the earth that have nothing else to do all day but send attacks against Christians. We ask you, Father, to make their world busy so they don't have time to attack your people in Jesus' name. Woo. Make their world busy so they don't have time to think of the evil and wicked they desire to do to people that have nothing to do with them. We give you praise, glory, and honor. We take authority over the hatred and jealousies in their hearts. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. And we hand them over to you, Father, in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. And everything that has come out of their mouths is going right back to them in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Even the use of their pets to attempt to attack us, Father, in the name of Jesus, We bind the pets and their collusion in the matter in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over other parties that have joined in the attack in Jesus' name. And what they release returns to them in the name of Jesus. What they release immediately returns and boomerangs back to them with full force in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you, Lord, that you say that vengeance is truly yours, and you will repay. We thank you, and we give you praise for the repayment plan, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, and we give you praise for the repayment plan, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over inheritance hijacking, over inheritance 
hijacking. We bind those devils in the name of Jesus. They're thieves. They're liars. They're connivers in the name of Jesus. They're conjolers. They just tell lie after lie after lie after lie, refusing to submit to the authority in the name of Jesus. But, Father, we ask you to send your angels, release your angels, Father, to make those demons come subject to the name of Jesus Christ. Not just the demons, but the persons too. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess, the word does say. So, Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over the process of inheritance hijacking in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for the adjudications of the righteous judge on such activities in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. No wicked person, no demon or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender on witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website in Jesus' name, binding all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, hexes, vexes, and whatever else they send, all that voodoo stuff they use, Nigerian witchcraft. Chaldean witchcraft, Spanish witchcraft, tribal witchcraft, any kind of witchcraft that exists, all occult activity is bound. We break the power of every vice in Jesus' name, and we hurl it back where it came from in the name of Jesus. We we are breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ binding superficial religious acts in Jesus' holy name. We take authority, dominion, and power over slower hearers and dyslexia and dysgraphia and dyscalculia, mental blocks, fears, insecurities, and social problems in our lives in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over every learning ability, fear of learning ability, disabilities, we take authority, dominion, and power over dementia and Alzheimer's as it's being presented by the medical community in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over blocked learning, over confusion, spatial, motor, and other perceptual deficits resulting from head injuries, meningitis, memory, communication problems. We take authority, dominion, and power over impulsiveness, short attention span, and schizophrenia in the name of Jesus. Our generational mental inheritances that are curses and sin, we bind them in the name of Jesus, and we say they cannot come back in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus became a curse for us. And we will not receive them in the name of Jesus. We send them back to the demons that are bringing them to cling to them for eternity in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors and the children and the spirit and the children of disobedience. 
Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, whatever mental or personality, inheritances that we have received down our family lines, Father, that are displeasing to you, that are outside of the character and nature of Jesus Christ, we curse them at the root in the name of in the name of Jesus. We command them to be bound to come up and out of us now in the name of Jesus Christ. Go bound into the cage to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. Now, deep breath and cough, saints. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough in Jesus' name. Some of that stuff wants to linger around, and some of it just never left. Make it leave in the name of Jesus. Command it to leave you now. Cough that thing up. Yes, it's things They keep trying to come back. They keep trying to reconnect. No, send them away. Send them away in the name of Jesus. Some of you, you think that's your personality, but it's not. It's just a family demon. That's all it is. And you need to put it to flight in the name of Jesus. Yes, demons do intertwine themselves in our personalities, but the power of the love of God, the sword of the Spirit, will disconnect them and send them away in the name of Jesus. But you must agree with the Lord and not with the devil. You must agree with the Lord and not with the devil. And you must flow with the Lord and not with the devil in Jesus' name. You see your daddy's rising up in you, get him. Don't wait. Get him good. You got the sword of the spirit, put it to him in the name of Jesus. You see your mother's nagging mouth rising up in you, put the sword to it right then in the name of Jesus. You see your grandmother's ugly attitude rising up in you? Put it to the sword in the name of Jesus right away. Her stubbornness, her inability to receive truth. Get rid of it right there at the moment, at the moment, at the moment, on the spot, on the spot. Do business. In Jesus' name. You got to want to be delivered to stay delivered in the name of Jesus. You spend five minutes with your family and you know those demons are going to try you one more time. Be ready for them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Ralala Yosuta. Ruka de Debrishale de Yosur. Rikisa de Debrishale de Gokara. We buy martial arts, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP. Telepathy, psychokinesis, vile PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah.
We bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bind the king of pride. We cut off his heads in the name of Jesus. We break his death roll in the name of Jesus. We just scale him with the sword of the spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. We just rip all those scales right off as one in Jesus' name. We take all his armor from him in the name of Jesus Christ. The inordinate use of ego, we bind in Jesus' name. The inordinate use of ego, we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception. Idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error. We bind too much imagination in Jesus' name. We bind the excess of imagination in Jesus' name. Worldly indoctrination, military spirit, idle mind, unfocused mind, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin in Jesus' name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Isis, Osiris, On, all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72 in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind you in the name of Jesus, send you into the spiritual cage. We chain you with eternal chains into darkness in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals in the name of Jesus. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, pledge, pact. Uh, we bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip and Freemasonry, and the work of all the associated organizations in Jesus' name. They'll have no dominion over us in the name of Jesus. We cut ourselves free from that and those wicked powers, and we loose ourselves from it in Jesus' holy name. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the layer of their sins. We bind the insanity and pride, work of errors and foolishness of our own opinions, we bind being misled, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves in Jesus' name. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We bind the rituals of the secret societies in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief and accord with Calvary. We thank you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence, 
Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, there are some of us that um, that don't know when it's time to stop and rest. We just go, 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 go. They get, we've got this list of things we have to get done, so we think. Or someone is compelling us to do these things. And, Father, we ask you in the name of Jesus, we hand this part of our lives over to you, and we thank you for your direct intervention in Jesus' name. We thank you for your direct intervention, Father. We thank you for being our wisdom and our righteousness in these matters in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for slowing us down when we need to slow down. Amen. And causing us to rest when it's time to rest. Thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us in Jesus' name. We send you back. You don't have any business being here. And the torment of the Lord is upon you in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand will save us. We ask you, Lord, for special protection around all persecuted Christians, especially those that were left behind in in Afghanistan or some other place. We cover ourselves, Father, in the name of Jesus, with the blood of Jesus. We thank you for surrounding us with the wall of fire, with your glory in the midst. We thank you for linking shields. From your angels, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, thank you very much. All false shields, we ask you, Father, to destroy them, wherever they may be, all false shields, whether it's uh, protecting our enemies or wherever they may be. All false shields, we command you to come down now, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, all false shields, we command you to come down now in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask you to release your angels, dispatch your angels to help with this in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. and We thank you for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. Every false shield must go in the name of Jesus. Father, all of those thrones that those wizards think they sit on, we thank you, Lord, for turning those those thrones over, for removing all those so-called crowns that they think they have. We thank you for destroying and demolishing their thrones in Jesus' name, even their thrones under the deep in Jesus' name. We thank you for destroying their throneship and their dominion and their influence in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We plead the blood of Jesus over our vehicles, our our means of transportation, whatever that may be. We take authority, dominion, and power over every uh, uh, obstruction. Thank you, Lord. 
over every obstruction and interference in our path, even if we use public transportation in Jesus' name. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over all interference in our lives through outside forces in Jesus' name. We bind all demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams. We command them to stay away in the name of Jesus. We thank you for all of the protections that you have given us, Father, in Jesus' name. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, anything sent to us from the enemy camp, we send it back in the name of Jesus. We cut ourselves free from all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down, we destroy, we tear down walls of protection, all kinds of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sources, and we break the power of every charm, love spell, vectex, curse, and power of the enemy, all fetishes, psychic prayers and thoughts, all charms, all witchcraft, death, bewitchment, psychic warfare, psychic powers, chanting, ungodly blessings, incandescence, incense and candle burnings, torments, all torments go back in the name of Jesus Christ. All torments go back in the name of Jesus Christ. All destruction, sickness, and pain, tribal rituals and sins, crystals and root works, and everything that has come from the demonic realm, we we return it wherever it came from in the name of Jesus. We send it back to its point of origin. We return spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, and all other wickedness. In Jesus' name. All spirits of blindness. Binding spirits of bondage and heaviness and fear in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for breaking every yoke, every vice, every device of the enemy that has been used in our lives. We thank you for breaking it asunder. Just as you break yokes, we ask you to destroy it in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the destruction of devices used by the enemy against us in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for utter destruction in the name of Jesus Christ, and we bind all reinforcements now. We send the reinforcements back now in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for becoming a curse for us, that we might walk in the blessings that you have provided for us, in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen, amen. Thank you for the victory, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the victory, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, saints, I'm going to do something I don't normally do right now, and I'm going to need you to bear with me a couple of minutes while I get it done, okay? I'm going to need you to bear with me, and I'm going to need you to hold off on your posting for a few minutes while I attempt to get this done. Amen? Amen. Hold hold off on your posting for in the chat room for a few minutes so pa- Pastor can get this done, okay? 
Amen. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's see if this will work with me. Okay, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Just thank and praise the Lord as Pastor attempts to do this because um, I'm going to have to do it this way. Hold off on the postings, please, while I attempt to, to do this. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Just hold on a few minutes. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is good all the time. Amen. He's good all the time. Amen. He's good all the time. He's good all the time. And his mercy endures forever. Amen. Amen. Amen, Lord. Thank you for helping me do this right quick, like. Amen. Hold off on your postings, please. Amen. Amen. Okay. Let's back up a little bit. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. 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 All right. I normally have some help getting this done, but tonight I have to do this part myself. So just be patient with me, Saint. It won't take much longer. Amen. I want to thank the Lord for um, for helping us through the prayers. Amen. Helping us through the prayers. Mm, let me see where did I leave off. Amen. Amen. I hope this is where I left off. Amen. Wow. Yep. Okay. It may not be the exact place, but I'm trying. Da 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 da. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh huh. Okay. Amen. 
Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If there's a little overlapping in the in the um in the uh chat room, just be patient with Pastor, because I'm having to do this in a hurry. <laughs> and that wasn't expected. Amen. Okay. Tonight, we're going to talk about inside his kingdom, inside his kingdom. Our featured psalm is Psalm 20, Psalm 2-0. And our verse for meditation comes from the book of Psalm also, Psalm 86, verse 12. Our featured e-book is the spirit of rejection. And that's placed in the chat room every Wednesday and Friday when we come up before the broadcast. It's there for all who choose to peruse it. Amen. So you can scroll up and find it in the chat room. Amen? Amen. We're going to begin our talk 
with Matthew chapter 13, verse 38. Matthew chapter 13. Thank you for your patience, church. Matthew chapter 13, verse 38. Matthew chapter 13, verse 38. Jesus speaking. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. Amen? Amen. That's that's the good part. Praise God. So, children of the kingdom, whose kingdom? God's kingdom. Let's continue in Matthew chapter 13, beginning with verse 24. You're already there, Matthew chapter 13, beginning with verse 24. Another parable, put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didst thou not? Didst not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath it tared? He said unto them, An enemy hath done this. The servant said unto him, Wilt thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay, lest while ye gather up the tares, ye root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. Praise the Lord. Yes, saints, there is a serious separation taking place in the earth. The separation of those who appear to belong to Jesus Christ from those who are in truth sold out to Jesus. The separation of those who appear to belong to Jesus Christ from those who are in truth sold out to Jesus. The sold out ones are fully committed to the Lord Jesus Christ. They are not lukewarm Christians. The sold-out ones are all in. They will not turn back regardless. Jesus compared the children of the kingdom to good seed in our previous passage. Just as in the natural world, the ongoing life and the inherited image of every seed is hidden within the heart of the seed. I'll say that again. Just as in the natural world, the ongoing life and the inherited image 
of every seed is hidden within the heart of the seed. Well, what do you mean? I mean inside every acorn is the ability to become an oak tree. That's what I mean. Amen? That's what I'm saying. Amen. So, in true Christians, our life, Jesus Christ, and his image is hidden within us. Our life, who is Jesus Christ, and his image is hidden within us. The divine seed is within us. He put it there. So then, everlasting life and a spiritual kingdom are hidden within the heart every child of God. Everlasting life and a spiritual kingdom are hidden within the heart of every child of God. Jesus Christ came to earth to make this experience available to all who would receive him. The Jews of Jesus' day, however, were primarily expecting an earthly-only Messiah. As you read through the New Testament, And even on into the book of Acts, you will find that the Jews and the religious leaders and most of the people of Jesus' day were primarily expecting an earthly-only Messiah, one who would restore a kingdom like that of King David to them. They wanted a political, a military, and a spiritual ruler wrapped up in one. That's what they were looking for. They were tired of the oppression of the Roman government and the Roman rule. They wanted to rule the Romans. Their shining hope was that the Romans would be finally be conquered and the supremacy would finally be restored to Israel. They wanted Israel to be the top nation, ruling the world. That's what they wanted. A special note here for every saint. Listen up now. Hear ye, hear ye. All saints of God, when your own idea and when your own plans are seated on the throne of your heart, you have not made room for God. When your own ideas and plans are seated on the throne of your heart, you have not made room for God. So when God, our truth, comes, you know, Jesus said he was the way, the truth, and the life. So when God, our truth, comes, you will not be able to receive him because of the idol, I-D-O-L, the idol 
of your will, your plans, and your ideas is enthroned in your heart. You see, either your way is going to sit on the throne of your heart or Jesus is. You have to decide. Beware, saints. Beware of this. It's a very serious matter. This is what happened to Judas Iscariot. That's what happened to him and to some of the other disciples that Jesus had. That's what happened. That's what happened. They wanted Jesus to be a natural ruler. They didn't want him the way he was sent from the Father. And the Gospel of John, chapter 6, the Gospel of John, chapter 6, beginning with verse 14. The Gospel of John, chapter 6, beginning with verse 14, we find these words. Then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, this is of a truth that prophet that should come into the world. When Jesus began to do miracles that they had never seen done before, they came to the conclusion that in truth he was that prophet that should come into the world that they had been looking for. When Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him a king, he departed again into a mountain himself alone. He got away from those people because he did not come to be made a natural king. But they were going to, in their minds, make him what they wanted him to be. They were going to take him by force and make him a king whether he wanted to be one or not. That's their mindset. So many of them made the assumption that Jesus was the natural king that Israel desired. You know, uh, years and years previous, Israel decided they wanted to be like all the other nations. Back when Samuel was a prophet, and they decided that they wanted a natural king that, just like all the other nations had, to go in and out and to go to war for them and so on and so forth. That's what they decided they wanted. They didn't want God telling them what to do through a prophet. So they wanted a, a leader they could see and touch and, and relate to and try to do whatever they wanted to with. That's what they thought. <clears throat> So they came to the conclusion in their own minds and hearts that Jesus was that natural king that they desired. One of the main messages which Jesus taught for three and a half years was the establishment of the kingdom of God on this earth. Now we're going to go to the Gospel of Matthew and I need you to join me there. I'm going to begin 
with Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. You see, when people get it in their minds and hearts that things ought to be this way, they seemingly uh, put up blinders, and they cannot hear nor see anything else that might appear to be contrary to what they're believing. Amen? That is the way it is. That's how corrupt human nature behaves. So Jesus was teaching about the gospel of the kingdom. And in Matthew chapter 4, verse 23, Matthew chapter 4, verse 23, we find these words. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogue and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. He was in the synagogues preaching the gospel of the kingdom. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 19, Matthew chapter 13, verse 19, Matthew chapter 13, verse 19, it reads as follows. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom, the word of the kingdom, this verse explains why some people got a hold to it and lost it. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom, and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receiveth seed by the wayside. All right? So we're still talking about the gospel that Jesus preached, the word of the kingdom. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 17, Matthew chapter 4, verse 17, we get a a snippet of what Jesus preached. Matthew chapter 4, verse 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom that comes from heaven is at hand. It's here now. All right? And the miracles confirmed it. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 3, Matthew chapter 5, verse 3, we find these words from what we refer to as the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew chapter 5, verse 3, Bless are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And in Matthew chapter 5, verse 19, Matthew chapter 5, verse 19, Whosoever, therefore, shall break one of these least commandments And shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. 
But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven, in the kingdom that comes from heaven. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 1, Matthew chapter 18, verse 1, we find this same phrase repeated all through the gospel of Matthew. And it reads, at the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And in verse 1, Matthew chapter 20, verse 1 we find these words. For the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder, which went out early in the morning to hire laborers into his vineyard. So each of these subject matters, Jesus explains what the kingdom of heaven is like and what it is different from. What's not like the kingdom of heaven? He pretty much explains it explicitly. But as I said before, when you already have an idea ingrained in your mind and on the throne of your heart, when the truth comes, when the light comes, you can't perceive it because you already have an idol of of your religious tradition formed on your heart. What do I mean by that? I'll give you, I think I gave you this example before, but if not, I'll give it to you once again. I was chatting with a friend, and I happened to mention that at Miracle, on Sundays, we take communion every Sunday, and we do it at the beginning of the church service. And this person was shocked and said, Well, are you all Catholic or something? I said, no. Our taking of communion has to do with the scriptures, and it doesn't have anything to do with any particular religion, especially not Catholicism. And she just could she had a hard time receiving it because in her religious tradition, communion once a month. And to her, if you're not a Catholic, You're supposed to take it once a month. Well, that's not what the Bible says. So I was trying to explain to her that there are Christians who veer toward what the Bible says as often. He didn't give a numeral. He said as often as you do this, do it in remembrance of me. And so we have chosen to do it every Sunday. Well. She had a hard time with that. So be careful of the religious tradition that you have picked up from other places along the way. If at all possible, take them before the Lord and say, Lord, should I keep this or should I dispense with it? Has it served its purpose? Is it time to let it go? Amen. Amen. So Jesus' message was called the gospel of the kingdom, 
Jesus' message was called the gospel of the kingdom. After Jesus, boy, the devil doesn't like this message. After Jesus was received, received the power of the Holy Spirit in the Jordan River, preached in, as we just read in Matthew 4, 17, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The Sermon on the Mount, as we know it from Matthew chapter 5, seemingly reinforced this belief pattern. After rising from the dead, Jesus spent 40 days instructing his disciples of things pertaining to the kingdom of God. That's right. Kingdom which comes from heaven that God presides over. So the establishment of God's kingdom on earth was a passion and a purpose to Jesus Christ. He was passionate about it, and it was part and parcel of his purpose for being here, to establish the kingdom of God on earth. You see, after the Babylonian captivity, the Jews got themselves into all kinds of trouble, you see. Uh, They had uh, the scribes coming up with laws and rules because they couldn't remember what was in the parchments that they had. Intertwined in what was once a, a pure doctrine that was taught them from Moses and the laws given by God was all kinds of traditions and ideas and dispositions, some of which they picked up from the pagan world that they lived in. So it was a mixture of corruption and what Moses had passed down. What they had left was a corrupted mixture of what Moses had passed down and what they assumed, what they could remember, what they decided, and what they um, received from their culture that they were in, because now they were in a pagan culture, not the culture that God had established for them. So by the time Jesus came on the scene, by the time John the Baptist came on the scene, Jesus was coming to reestablish the original Jewish faith and to bring in the New Testament. He was coming to clear away the chaff from the wheat, so to speak. He came to bring in a pure faith. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, even though Jesus accurately described his kingdom to his followers, they still misunderstood and misinterpreted his purpose, promising to send the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You say, well, how could they do that? 
because they had this idea planted in their hearts and minds that this is the one we've been waiting on, this is the one that's going to change our entire uh, nation and our lives. This is the one that's going to conquer the Romans. In fact, when the Jews bring Jesus before Pontius Pilate, that's part of their accusations against him, that he's another king. And that's the way they presented it, based on their own jealousies of Jesus' popularity and power. They couldn't compete with him. Crowds were following him. So they had to put an end to this Nazarene. Amen? So we find in the book of Acts, in chapter 1, in the book of Acts, in chapter 1, we find this interesting situation. Beginning with verse 1, O Theophilus, Acts chapter 1, beginning with verse 1, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach till the day in which he was taken up, after that he threw the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs. Many infallible proofs being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. There it is again. Speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God, this is what he talked to them about. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which, saith he, you have heard of me. The promise of the Father, yes. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again, restore again the kingdom to Israel? There it is. So they still had it in their mind that his purpose and the reason he was sending the Holy Ghost was for the kingdom of Israel to be restored to them. They still missed the point. They still just didn't get it. And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea 
and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Amen? Amen. So, due to the presumption in their heart, it was difficult for them to see that Jesus was not promoting, nor was he promising, the immediate overthrow of the oppressive Roman government. But in their minds, it had been taught to them, told them over the years that when the Messiah is going to come, that's what he's going to do. He's going to overthrow the oppressor and so on and so on and so on. Well, he did, but just not the oppressor they thought. Amen? So, instead, Jesus' purpose in sending the Holy Spirit was to equip his followers to overthrow the most oppressive rule of the prince of darkness, not the Roman government, the prince of darkness. Jesus had a higher a goal in mind, a higher goal in mind, to overthrow the most oppressive rule of the prince of darkness. He wasn't specializing in an overthrow of a natural government. No, he's talking about ending the rule of an oppressive spirit of darkness. Amen? They still didn't get it. As Jesus told Pilate in the Gospel of John, chapter 18, the Gospel of John, chapter 18, uh, verse 36, the Gospel of John, chapter 18, and verse 36. Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. They didn't know what to do with that statement. It, it just went right past their heads. Why? They didn't have a place for it. Because in their heart, his kingdom was of this world, even though he kept telling them that it wasn't. Amen? So, saints, remember this? That the weapons of our warfare are not earthly. They're not earthly but instead mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Our weapons are beyond tanks and machine guns and all kinds of earthly weaponry. Our weapons are a higher plane because they are to overthrow and put an end to the rule of the prince of darkness. So we can't use worldly weapons. 
We have to use the spiritual weapons which Jesus has given us because they are far more powerful, and they can do the job. Amen? Amen. So, we have read that so the so saints, the weapons of our warfare, remember this, they're not, they're mighty through God, though. The last part of this statement implies that there is a time coming when God's kingdom will be fully manifested in and from the earth. There is a day coming. It's just not that day just yet. There is a day coming when God's kingdom will fully overtake the earth. But this is not that moment. And Jesus described it this way. In Matthew chapter 24, we're going to start with verse 27. Matthew chapter 24, we're going to start with verse 27. This is how Jesus described it. He said, for as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Now think about that. When you see lightning streak across the sky, Jesus said, it's going to be like that when I come back. Indeed. Now let's go down to verse 29, Matthew chapter 24, beginning with verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. So it's going to happen. It's just not time yet. It's going to happen. Amen? Until that time, God is administering his New Testament plan. His new Testament plan. In the old order of doing things, God established the kingdom of Israel by defeating natural armies, possessing of land. You know, Israel had to go in and defeat the enemy. God would tell them, I've given you the land, and they had to go kill all those armies off and take all the land and all their possessions. Remember, that's how 
the kingdom was advanced at that time. And yes, God still does this. He still does this. The reestablishment of the nation of Israel is proof that he does. Amen? However, in the New Testament and that plan, God is more concerned in advancing his kingdom, throning himself in the heart of those who believe in him. In the new plan, he advances the kingdom of God by being enthroned on the hearts of those who believe in him. In Luke chapter 17, thank you, Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 17, beginning with verse 20, Luke chapter 17, beginning with verse 20. I'll give you a moment. Luke chapter 17, beginning with verse 20. Amen. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Well, that puzzled them a lot. That puzzled them. Neither shall they say, lo here or lo there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Amen. Let's continue. And he said unto the disciples, The days will come when ye shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and ye shall not see it. And they shall say to you, See here, or see there. Go not after them, nor follow them. For as the lightning that lighteneth out of one part under heaven shineth unto the other part under heaven, so shall also the Son of Man be in his day. In other words, it doesn't matter who tells you, he's back, he's over here, he's back, he's over there. Don't pay those people any mind. Don't pay them a bit of mind. They don't know what they're talking about. Because when the Son of Man, when Jesus Christ comes again, it'll be like lightning streaking through the sky. It'll be unmistakable. There'll be nothing that has ever been compared to it. Nobody will have to tell anybody anything. Amen? Amen. Jesus dealt with the Pharisees who insisted on knowing When was the time of his coming, of his kingdom? Yes, saints, the kingdom of God is within you. When does the kingdom of God 
come to you when you receive Jesus. In other words, he was saying to the Pharisees that should they have an experience of the kingdom of God, it would be internal, not external. It would be inside of them, not outside. So, Jesus has said that the initial progress of his kingdom was not going to be trackable the way the military uses mapping. You weren't going to be able to chart the progression of his kingdom the way maps have been and are used in military tracking or satellite tracking. That's not the way it's going to happen. Observation is important. Observation happens, though, over a period of time. So Jesus was saying that his kingdom would not advance by the overthrowing of one city at a time through military conquest. He was trying to give them a heads up, but they couldn't get it. Amen? It was not going to come through military conquest. Jesus was saying that his unique kingdom was ordained to first manifest in a way that is not observable by natural means. Well, what do you mean? His kingdom advances through the conquest of men's hearts by the word of God and by his spirit. That's what he means. I'll say that one more time. His kingdom advances through the conquest of men's hearts by the word of God and by his spirit. In John, the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 3. In John, the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 3, we read the following. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, He cannot see the kingdom of God. He can't see it because he can't perceive it and he doesn't know it. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And being born again is the entrance into the kingdom of God, saints. There have been people that have been that have taught that you have to get the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's how you get born again. They are wrong. They are in error. You must be born again. You must come to Jesus Christ. You must receive the truth of who he really is. 
And with that realization, you must come to realize your own sin, your own sinfulness. You have to come to grips with Calvary and the meaning and the implications of the cross and the shed blood of Jesus. You have to realize that your sin is what brought Jesus to the cross, that the corruption from Adam and Eve's sin passed down through mankind is what brought Jesus to the cross. The disruption of God's original plan for mankind is what brought Jesus to the cross, and you have a part in it. And you must come to the Lord, recognizing your sin, asking him to have mercy on you, to repent of your sins, and to forgive you. You must say to him that you believe he's God and that you'll have no other God. That your life, your love, your loyalty is his. Things you must say when you come before the Lord. Amen? You must receive his atoning sacrifice on the cross for your sin. Yes, indeed you must. You know, some people think you can just come to God and just say, oh, I'm sorry, and that's all there is to it. No, there's some more after that. The Bible says in Romans, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Whosoever believeth on him, shall not be ashamed that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, what have we said? We've said, finally, as if the climax of a drama God's kingdom will manifest in a sudden burst of the supernatural at the coming of the Lord. However, men will not be able to grasp this by watching an unfolding of events. They can sit there and watch the newscasters every single day, but it won't tell them that Jesus is coming right now. It won't do that. It won't do that. The suddenness and the intensity and the out of the ordinary of this event was confirmed by Jesus Christ in Luke chapter 17, verse 24, that we have read. For as the lightning that lighteneth out of one part under heaven shineth unto the other part under heaven, so shall also the Son of Man be in his day. Amen? Now let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 2. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and 
I'm going to begin with verse 1. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and I'm going to begin with verse 1. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail or birth pains upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light. And the children of the day, we are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others, but let us watch and be sober. (coughs) For they that sleep, sleep in the night, that they might be drunken or drunken in the night. (coughs) But let us. Who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Excuse me, my throat's getting dry. Amen. Ah, that's what I'm going to do about that. All right, let's go to 2 Peter chapter 3. 2 Peter chapter 3. 2 Peter chapter 3. Beginning with verse 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness. But is long suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? So saying, until that coming event, The advance of his kingdom will be gradual and primarily spiritual in nature. Had all people rendered to Jesus' lordship at the very start, perhaps, just perhaps, the rule of heaven could have begun without much delay. Perhaps. But human hearts were blinded to his glory. Multitudes saw him, yet many of them could not grasp who he really was. They could not understand the depth 
of what Jesus had to say, nor could they fully understand all of what he had come to accomplish. In their opinion, he did not look like or act like a king. So they thought, why should they submit to him and his kingdom, which they could not see? And to this day, many do not know who he was and is that he is the king of all kings, whose kingdom rules over all. Amen? Amen. So, saints, now you know. Now you know. Well, what? Aren't things different? Well, they have a conclusion at the right time. They have a conclusion at the right time. But in the meantime, we're supposed to go forth with the gospel on our lips, sharing it with those who do not know and have not received Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. Amen? So I hope something I said tonight will help you to understand a little better what's really going on. Amen? Some of you have never heard that before. So I was happy to bring the message to you. Amen? Amen. Now, a little while ago, I put... um, Part of the adjudications, the first one in the chat room. And uh, if you'd like to read along with me, you'll have to scroll up to get it. Okay? I don't have the ability to put all of them in tonight, for it, and it'd be in a timely fashion. So I'm just going to go ahead, and we're going to do what we can do by the grace of God. Amen? Thank you for your patience and your kindness. So we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the Dutch government collapsed on July 7th after failing to reach a deal on restricting immigration, which will trigger new elections in the fall. The crisis was triggered by a push by Prime Minister Mark Root's conservative VVD party to limit the flow of illegal immigrants to the Netherlands, which two of his four-party government coalition refused to support. It's no secret that the coalition partners have differing opinions about immigration policy. Today, we unfortunately have to conclude that those differences have become insurmountable. Therefore, I will tender the resignation of the entire cabinet to the king, Mr. Root said during a televised news conference. Tensions came to a head last week when Mr. Root demanded support for a proposal to limit the entrance of children of war refugees who are already in the Netherlands and to make families wait at least two years before they can be reunited. The proposal went too far 
for the Small Christian Union and Liberal D66 triggered a stalemate. Mr. Root's coalition will stay on as a caretaker government until a new administration is formed after the elections, a process that usually takes months in the fractured Dutch political landscape. The elections won't be held before mid-November, the ANP News Agency reported, citing the National Elections Committee. A caretaker government can't decide on new policies, but Mr. Root said the situation wouldn't affect the country's support for Ukraine. The Netherlands already has one of Europe's toughest immigration policies, but under pressure from some parties, Mr. Root had for months been trying to seek ways to further reduce the inflow of illegal immigrants. Asylum applications in the Netherlands jumped by a third last year to more than 46,000, and the government has projected that they could increase to more than 70,000 this year, topping the previous high of 2015. That will again put a strain on the country's asylum facilities, for where for months last year, hundreds of refugees at a time were forced to sleep in the rough with little or no access to drinking water, sanitary facilities, or health care. Mr. Root last year said he felt ashamed of the problems after the humanitarian group Medicine saying, oh, that's a French word, sent a team to the Netherlands for the first time ever to assist with the illegal immigrant medical needs at the site for processing asylum requests. He promised to improve conditions at the facility, mainly by reducing the number of illegal immigrants that reached the Netherlands. But he failed to win the backing of coalition partners who felt his policies went too far. Mr. Root, 56, is the longest-serving government leader in Dutch history and the most senior in the European Union after Hungary's Viktor Orban. He expects to lead his BBD party again in the next election. Mr. Root's current coalition, which came to power in January 22, was his fourth consecutive administration since he became prime minister in October 2010. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. The Biden administration has introduced a new immigration program to allow some nationals of Central America and Colombia to enter the United States. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security announced on July 7th that it's implementing new family reunification parole processes for Colombia, El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras. The program was first announced in April. The FRP, or Family Reunification Parole, processes allow certain migrants with U.S. relatives to enter and work legally while they await their U.S. immigration visas. 
specifically nationals of these four countries can be considered for parole on a case-by-case basis for a period of up to three years while they wait to apply to become a lawful permanent resident, the the DHS stated on July 7th. Potentially eligible migrants are those from the four countries who have family members who are U.S. citizens or lawful permanent residents in the United States. The last initiative, according to the DHS, is part of the comprehensive measures the DHS and the State Department announced in April to further reduce unlawful migration across the Western Hemisphere, significantly expand lawful pathways for protection, and facilitate the safe, orderly, and humane processing of migrants were available to Cubans starting in 2007 and Haitians starting in 2014. Excuse me. The Trump administration had halted the program, but the Biden administration later restarted them. The U.S. family member must file Form I-30, also referred to as the Petition for Alien Relatives, on behalf of their Colombian, Salvadorian, Guatemalan, or Honduran relatives. If the petition is approved, the State Department issues an invitation to the petitioning U.S. family member, who can then start the FRP process by filing a request on behalf of the migrant relative to be considered for advanced travel authorization and parole. The DHS said on July 7th that if the foreign national is granted parole status, which permits entry into the United States, that person can then request employment authorization while waiting for his or her immigrant visa to become available. When the immigrant visa is available, he or she may apply for permanent residency also referred to as a green card. The FRP process can be a faster pathway to enter the United States than the regular process of U.S. citizens and green card holders applying and waiting for an immigrant immigrant visa for their relatives. The Biden administration announced on May 2nd that the United States intends to welcome as many as 100,000 individuals from Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador under FRP processes. No time frame has been provided, however, and a numerical cap for Colombian migrants has also not been specified. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas said in a statement that the new processes promote family unity and provide lawful pathways consistent with our laws and our values. The department has proven that the expansion of safe, orderly, and lawful pathways combined with strong enforcement is effective in reducing dangerous, irregular migration to the United States, he said. According to data from the U.S. Customs and Border Protection, more than 126 126,200 Colombians, 40,700 Salvadorians, and 115,100 Guatemalans and 110,000 Hondurans have been processed as at the southwest border 
so far in fiscal 2023. The DHS stated that the new FRP process uh, processes allow for parole only on a discretionary case-by-case and temporary basis for a demonstration of urgent humanitarian reasons or significant public benefit, as well as demonstration that the beneficiary warrants a favorable exercise of discretion. Yes, that's a lot of mouthful. The above stipulations are in accordance with the Immigration and Nationality Act enacted in 1952. The INA authorizes the Homeland Security Secretary, currently Mr. Mayorkas, to decide whether a parole to parole a foreign national <clears throat> excuse me, into the United States. An immigration expert said in 2022 that parole should be a very, very boutique thing and should be used in only special cases. Family member needs entry into the United States to donate a kidney to his brother or if a witness to a criminal case is needed to testify. Andrew Arthur, resident fellow in law and policy at the Center for Immigration Studies and a retired immigration judge said that when he was the associate general counsel in the formal former federal immigration agency, he would see just a handful of parole cases a year. Beside the, besides the FRP processes, the Biden administration has at least two other avenues through which it is granting parole to migrants. The first is its humanitarian parole process, available to certain migrants from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela. The program started in October 2022 for Venezuelans and in January 2023 for Cubans, (coughs) Nicaraguans, and Haitians. These processes will allow up to 30,000 qualifying nationals per month from all four of these countries to reside legally in the United States for up to two years and receive permission to work here during that period. The DHS announced in January this amounts to up to 360,000 people receiving advanced travel authorization to enter the United States each year. 20 states filed a lawsuit in January against the Biden administration's DHS seeking to halt the program on the grounds that there had been no authorization from Congress to have created a blatantly a new blatantly unlawful program. The second way is through the CBP1 app. The White House and DHS announced in January that migrants can book appointments at U.S. ports of entry in order to seek asylum. But also they could, instead of asylum, seek parole under under humanitarian humanitarian grounds. Humanitarian parole allows people to temporarily Enter the United States if there is a compelling emergency and there is an urgent humanitarian reason or significant public benefit, according to U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. 
AUS Border Patrol Union leaders said in May that illegal immigrants are being coached to voluntarily withdraw their asylum claims, return to Mexico, and then seek to enter the United States on humanitarian grounds. Manny Bayon, a National Border Patrol Council Union spokesman in San Diego, said that under CBP-1, illegal immigrants are encouraged to abandon their asylum, asylum claims and apply and instead apply for humanitarian parole to make it look like they're entering legally. While it appears that illegal entrant migrants are being deported to Mexico, they're actually withdrawing their asylum claims, going to Mexico, and then coming back into the United States legally through a U.S. port of entry by using CBP-1, he said. The Biden administration finalized a new regulation in May that denies asylum to illegal immigrants if they pass through another country without seeking protection there first or if they fail to use other legal pathways to the United States under Title VIII immigration law, which border authorities transition to after Title 42 expires, people who cross the border illegally can be expeditiously removed and banned from entering the United States for five years. Now they're legally being processed through the port of entry instead of under Title VIII, which would be illegally entering the United States, Mr. Bayon noted. Aaron Heater, a DHS spokesperson, previously said that as of June 1, the DHS increased CB1 appointments to 1,250 a day from 1,000. This amounts to about 30,000 to 37,500 appointments per month. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Hackers in China recently broke into the email accounts of around 25 organizations, including multiple government agencies, Microsoft said. The U.S. State Department confirmed it was one of the victims, uh, a spokesperson said Wednesday, and first alerted Microsoft and the U.S. government cybersecurity officials to the hacking campaign. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, the Central Federal Cybersecurity Watchdog, announced Wednesday that it first learned of the breach in mid-June. Microsoft did not name any of the affected countries or agencies, but said that the group primarily focuses on hacking Western governments to spy on them. Microsoft said it worked with the Federal Cybersecurity an infrastructure security agency to kick the hackers out, indicating U.S. organizations were are among the victims. Senator Mark Warner, a Democrat of Virginia, the head of the Senate Intelligence Committee, said he and other committee members are closely monitoring what appears to be a significant cybersecurity breach by Chinese intelligence. It's clear that the PRC is steadily improving its cyber 
collection capabilities directed against the U.S. and our allies, Warner added. Close coordination between the U.S. government and the private sector will be critical to countering this threat. In a press call Wednesday, a senior CISA official who requested not to be named as terms to participate in the call declined to say exactly how many other U.S. federal agencies were affected, but said that the number is in the single digit. The hack started May 15th and went undetected until June 16th, Microsoft announced in a report Tuesday evening. The perpetrators were primarily focused on access to email accounts and no longer have that access, it said. The hackers were able to view victims' emails and appeared to only target a handful of specific people, the official said. This appears to have been very targeted pain, he said. Only classified mailboxes were affected, he said. Microsoft did not say whether it believes the hacker group is affiliated with China's government. Unlike those working for Russia or Iran, hackers working for China rarely focus on disrupting all right, on disrupting their targets, but they are generally regarded as some of the most prolific cyber spies in the world, a spokesperson for the Chinese embassy in Washington, D.C., did not immediately respond to an email requesting comment. A Chinese foreign ministry spokesman told the Associated Press that any accusation of government involvement was disinformation. Yeah, sure it was. Amen. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications and such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. A lawsuit claims Google took people's data without their knowledge or consent to train its IA product. The lawsuit accuses Google of secretly stealing everything ever created and shared on the Internet. The law firm recently filed a similar proposed class action suit against ChatGPT, creator OpenAI. A new lawsuit claims that Google has been secretly stealing everything ever created and shared on the Internet by hundreds of millions of Americans to train its generative generative AI products like its chatbot Bard. The proposed class action lawsuit filed by Clarkson Law Firm in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California on Tuesday accused Google, AR Symphony Deep Mind, and parent company Alphabet of taking people's data without their knowledge or consent. Google has taken all of our personal and professional information, our creative and copywritten works, our photographs, and even our meet emails virtually the entirety of our digital footprint to build its AI product, the lawsuit claims. For years, Google harvested this data in secret without notice or consent from anyone. This includes data from subscription-based websites. 
and from websites known for pirated collections of books and creative works, the lawsuit alleges. The complaint also refers to an update to Google's privacy policy from July 1, which says that it may collect information that's publicly available online to train its AI models and built like Google Translate, BARD, and cloud AI capabilities. Google must understand once and for all, it does not own the Internet. It does not own our creative work. It does not own our expressions of our personhood, pictures of our families and children, or anything else simply because we share it online, the lawsuit says. Publicly available has never meant free to use for any purpose. Google did not immediately respond to a request for comment on the suit, but in a statement given to Reuters, called the claims in the suit baseless. Google General Counsel Delane Prado told Insider in a statement that the company had been clear for years that it used data from public sources like that published to the open web and public data sets to train the AI models behind services like Google Translate, responsibly and in line with our AI principles. American law supports using public information to create new beneficial uses, and we look forward to refuting these baseless claims, he said. The lawsuit was filed around two weeks after Clarkson Law Firm lodged a similar complaint against OpenAI, alleging that the company stole massive amounts of personal data and used it to train ChatGPT, including medical records and information about are identified only by their initials, occupation, state, and Internet usage, which their lawyer said was to avoid intrusive scrutiny as well as any potentially dangerous backlash. One of the plaintiffs in the Google lawsuit identified with the initials JL and described as a New York Times bestselling author and investigative journalist living in Texas claimed that Google had stolen, used a stolen PDF of her book to train Bard. The lawsuit claims that her work is now widely available for free on Bard with a bot giving chapter summaries of the book and even sharing extracts verbatim. So we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning such, and we want to thank him for all of his adjudications concerning such. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Praise his holy name forevermore. You see, saints, you need to be careful. You need to trust the Lord. Amen? Praise the Lord. Brother Marshall, it's prayer time. Praise the Lord. It's always prayer time. Ooh, pray without ceasing. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for anointing the Lord Jesus with the oil of gladness above his fellows. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you for that joy of the Lord. That is our strength. Thank you for that the Holy Ghost just bub- bub- bubbling up within us. The kingdom of God is within. 
So, Father, we come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace with thanksgiving because Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And together with God, nothing should be impossible. He's got everything under control, which is lovely. And he also, as we've been reminded by our brother Bill, who uh, telling we miss him, that says in Job 28, 7, 8, there is a path which no fowl knoweth, in which the vulture's eye hath not seen, the lion's wealth hath not trodden it, nor the fierce lion passed by it. So we thank you for that, Father. We give you praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name. We thank you for hiding us in the secret place of the Most High. We thank you for keeping all of your servants, Father God, so we can just keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. We don't have to be distracted by all the little demons jumping up and down saying, ooh, look at me, look at me, look at me. So they're busy, 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 busy. They're desperately trying to get the saints into fear because fear is the opposite of faith. But we're not jerked around by that because God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love, extraordinary love, agape love, power, love, and of a sound mind. Evil and Marshall was a terrible, dirty, rotten, awful sinner. Not that I don't slip up occasionally, because he knows my heart better than I know it myself. But even back then, he still came. Even before I was born, actually, physically created, he came. He poured out his blood to show us how much he loves each of us. Even while we were sinners, Christ died for us, much more than being now justified by his blood. And we plead that blood over each of us, every access to each and every one of us, every door, every window, have every access to every saint and all those that will be saints, including the multitudes, multitudes, multitudes in the Valley of Decision, not just in the Netherlands, in every nation, the multitudes of those that are coming into the kingdom of God. We thank you for such a time as this that you brought us forth, Father God, that we can come before your throne and just say, Abba, say, call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. In Psalm 5015. So we call upon your holy, holy, holy name, which shall I render. Unto the Lord for all its benefits. May I take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. Father, <clears throat> with what's going on in the Netherlands and all these other situations that Pastor Sabrina so carefully read through, and we t- thank you, Pastor Sabrina, for going to the trouble of posting the first two rather long adjudications. We do ask for your adjudication, Father, because you've given Jesus all power in heaven and earth, and he is the Lord of all. He is the Lord of heaven and earth. And Father God, we know there are many things afoot behind the scenes that we don't necessarily see. We just see what they try to present on the surfaces. That's what they want us to see. They don't want us to know if, well, maybe some of these uh, global elite, the banksters that are controlled by, what's it called, the Pilgrim Society out of London or wherever it is, and all these, the Committee of 300, whatever, the, the little the, the people behind the scenes that no one really, well, maybe a few people know who they are, that don't really know who they, all these di- different people are that may not even be fully human. They may be mm, carrying on the dynasties of their very pure breeding going down for hundreds of years, Father God. And they don't really like all this riffraff that's trying to use up their resources on they, what they think is they think of as their planet. They, sometimes the demons like to think of us as their house and what we're not the demon's house anymore. Now, it used to be a de- uh, house for demons, but no, we have the temple of God within. We ha- we are that temple. That's why we hold fast the rejoicing of the hope, <clears throat> firm unto the end. Because that's what it says over in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 6. 
And it is also written, because Christ paid that price for each of us, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. Thank you, Jesus. You made, you took that, you paid that price. And that's the price you paid. And that's with the same price that liberated the children of Israel out of Egypt. Because you said, when I see the blood upon the houses where you are, the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. We plead that blood over each and every one of us. That same blood that Pat Holiday knew very, very well when the witch that switched that, oh, she's walking through the mall in Florida, and here come these people that were in her coven. <clears throat> oh, they're going to see me. She said, no, they're not. They're under the blood now. We thank you for your grace. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. Thank you for the blood. The blood of the only creator God that comes to wash away our sins. Thank you, Father, for your name. You sent Jesus in your name. And how is the name of God manifested through Jesus? Oh, by the blood. Because he was sacrificed for us. Without the shedding of blood, is no remission. But Jesus shed his blood. <clears throat> we plead that blood over each of us. That blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. Including those in the Netherlands and every area, Father God. We bind every spirit. Satan, you're bound. All your underlings are bound from our position. See, didn't have any places in Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 to 6. According to Proverbs 18:10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. You, Satan, the mind blinder. You, the spirit of greed, corruption, perversion. Every spirit trying to stir up anarchy, trying to stir up spirits to steal, kill, and to destroy. What they want to call them, Antifa, or whatever name they want to call them, brown shirts. They come up with different names in different uh, times. Every one of these spirits, <clears throat> the people that are being paid and being told, you, you go to this city and we're going to have all these bricks delivered and you can just take them and just smash all these things. We bind every spirit of anarchy, every spirit trying to overthrow the rule of law in every nation, and not just in the Netherlands. Oh, no. They don't like the Dutch farmers. Oh, no, they don't like them one little bit because they actually are very good farmers. Oh, they're extremely good farmers. That's where the, some of the Pennsylvania Dutch and the Dutch, the, whatever they are, the, the Amish or whatever, the people that came over to Ohio and other areas, Father God, they came from that area, Father God. They're really, really good at what they do. But some people don't like people to have access to healthy, clean, perhaps organically grown food. They want them to eat something else that they're going to create in the lab so Bill Gates can make money using whatever means they have to create the artificial uh, meat and other things, Father God. They don't want the farmers to be have their way. They don't want the people in the Netherlands to have their way. They certainly don't want the people in the United States to have their way. So they've been dumbing us down for a long time. Father, forgive us for allowing them to dumb us down, allowing them to give us food that's not healthy, allowing them to give us what we thought was medications or vaccines and other things that were detrimental, causing possible autism and other things that are not beneficial, causing things like things that look like cancer. Maybe they're just viruses. I mean, not really viruses. Viruses is another name for venom which is actually produced by what? Uh, like parasites and by man-created venom because they wanted to copy what was done by nature, what God did through his snakes and snails and other creatures. Father God, we know that they have plans. <laughs> These global elites, they have plans. So what's going on in the Netherlands may look like, oh, it's just a, a political situation. It may be a different situation. It may be this was planned 
just like the, whoever it was in, in France. They've been having all these people very upset, all kinds of violence and rampaging and going on. And why is that? Because maybe Macron didn't want to go along with the whole uh, uh, business about Ukraine. Can't we just have a peace talk? It's too logical. It's not part of what they want, Father God. <clears throat> and why is it? Why are they so determined to do this? Father, we bind that spirit of ungodly fear. Some of these global elites are so terribly controlled by the spirit of fear. Why does the Vatican have this huge telescope looking up at the sky from wherever it is? I heard it was in Arizona, and I heard, the, the, heard this one down in the South Pole called Lucifer. I don't know. I never really looked into it that much. I do remember that the Vatican had a big telescope called Lucifer. Interesting name for a telescope <clears throat> from a religious organization. It purports to be Christian. It supports to be Christian, Father God. And yes, do, do Catholics have communion every day? Is that going to save their souls? Mm, don't. Well, maybe there's a few people that actually have a clue what that really means. And maybe it will help some of them to have their eyes, the spiritual eyes open. So, Father, we ask you to open the eyes, hearts, and minds of those that can receive the gospel, the real gospel, the good news. That, that's the only pill that everybody needs, is the gospel. That's the only pill. Yeah, there's lots of other pills that people can take. Some of them are beneficial. Some of them, you know, produced by even pharmaceutical companies. But, of course, why was the, all those, um, I don't know if it was the HCQ plants, the ivermectin plants, a lot of them got destroyed, like a lot of the food plants got messed up. Father God, it's just random coincidences of fires. Father God, all these things going on, what's going on in France, <clears throat> is that what they want for the Netherlands? Father, we ask you to protect the children, all the children, not just in the Netherlands, <clears throat> all the nations all over the world, because you don't want one of these little ones to perish. And you said, all of my children shall be taught the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. <clears throat> and Jesus, Jesus made peace by the blood of his cross. He paid a very, very, very high price for the joy that was set before him. He's coming for the bride. He's, wait, he's waiting for his father to say, go get your bride. And then there's going to be that flash of lightning like on the east or the west. There's going, he's very eager, but he can only do what Father God says. He submits himself to Father God, not my will, thy will be done. Oh, we thank you for the Godhead, Father God. We thank you this for the God, the, you are the spirit that must worship you in the spirit and the truth, and God, the word who came in the flesh, and God, the Holy Ghost, who's with us right now. And Jesus, by the spirit, is with us all moment by moment, right now. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. <clears throat> like it says over in Hebrews 13, 5 and following. So, Father, we ask you to help all those in the Netherlands and every area, Father God, including those in this country called the United States of America, Father God, in Jesus' name. And, of course, it's seen differently by the people as it is by those in the Washington, D.C. Global Elite Group, Father God, because they know it's a corporation. <clears throat> and many of these states are actually, <laughs> maybe they all are, corporations working under, you know, you can't uh, elect, at least not by the people, which they consider to be chattel and cattle and all the rest of it, uh, the, the hand-selected global people to run this, this wonderful corporation that uh, they get their money from, from as soon as you have your birth certificate, 
which they came up with. As soon as you, who needed a birth certificate before they came up with it? Who you know who needed to have a social security number? Of course, my old one that says you cannot use this for personal identification. Funny thing, they kind of ignored that. It says right on there, this can never be used for personal identification. That's of course after World War II, they didn't want the little numbers to be used to identify people. So, Father God, we ask you, Father God, you, you know what's going on. You know all the political shenanigans going on. Oh, we're sending all these people back. Uh, they're not. Yeah, we're, oh, they're coming rushing back in again. Oh, but now they're coming legally. Father God, we know there's that the sleight of hand. It's like playing a deck of cards. And, and, and there's some people. I had a great uncle. He, he, had, a, he had a snapshot of, of people playing cards. With, and, uh, but it, was, it showed that some of them who had their shoes off, they had cards in their toes, and they, they had a little plans going on. But you know what's going on under the table, Father God, as well as what's going on in plain sight, Father God. You know what the game plan is, and it isn't just Klaus Schwab, and it isn't just Soros. They're, they're just underlings, Father God. They're not the high, high mucky-mucks, Father God. They're just taking orders. They're just puppets, too, like Biden and Obama. They're all puppets, Father God, doing the bidding of the demon-infested whatever they are, uh, 300 minute committee of 300, whoever they are, the different, the different global elite that a few people have alluded to, Father God. And so, Satan, we bind you. We bind everyone, every little henchman. We bind every spirit of mammon. We bind every little lust of flesh, lust of the pride of life. We bind every unclean spirit, every spirit of perversion coming against all the children in every nation all over the world, <clears throat> all the people that God created in his image, in the image of God created in them male and female, without any questions. God knew what he was doing. He's the potter. We're all the clay. And there's some people that may not actually be real people. They've covered themselves with thick, uh, like potter's clay. But what are they? Are they little little AI robots? I don't know, Father God. We ask for adjudication for all these people. And I don't begrudge the people from uh, El Salvador or Guatemala or Honduras or any of these nations in, in Venezuela, particularly, they had a terrible time down there. Uh, wanting to come up here, I don't. You know, I think that's great. If it, it, it's wonderful, if they're coming in the way you want, because the earth is actually now the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The earth, that's what it says in Psalm 24, and it's confirmed not just in Psalm 24. It's confirmed in First Corinthians chapter 10. Yes, uh, I know verse 26 is one of them. <clears throat> the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and you point that out in many, many other places. Because it actually belongs to you, Lord. He said the meeks on here, the earth, all these people that are also puffed up. Oh, maybe some of them work for some of the big, big banks. And they think, oh, some of them work for those big uh, con- companies that control all the flow of data through the Internet. To help us all to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And you said, Lord, as joined ears with Christ, thou shalt decree a thing, shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. In Job 22, 28. So we speak blindness to our enemy, mutinous to our enemy, and may only hear what Jesus wants them to hear, pertaining to all the saints, wherever they are, <clears throat> and all that's coming into the body of Christ, <clears throat> including all their electronic data, whether it's bank accounts, whether it's social security numbers, with any personal information in Jesus' name, and every witchcraft curse sent against every one of us from all sources, eternally assembled from the heads of the of sin, do those risks, attend, do dust, in Jesus' name. And you said, whatever you, Karabadur, you said, that's what the decree of things shall be established unto thee, and we close the ungodly portals that they've been trying to open from CERN and other places. We close all those portals in Jesus' name, because the earth belongs to the Lord, and is joint heirs with Christ, according to 
Romans chapter 8, verses 15 to 17. <clears throat> we decree it in Jesus' name. Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, that will I do. In John 14, starting at verse 13. Whatever you ask in my name, because of the blood of the covenant, that will I do as the Father may be glorified the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And we overcome the accusers of the brethren. By the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony, we love not our lives unto the death. Because, well, we already died with him 2,000 years ago. Like it says in Galatians 2.20, for I'm crucified with Christ. Because Christ is our life. He can never die again. Since he's our life, like it says in Colossians or is that three, uh, chapter 3, verse 4? Since Christ is our life, he can never die again. <clears throat> and he's our life. We can never die again. We already died with him. We died to ungodly fear. Tried to, died trying to save our own lives. Tried to trying to figure it all out. We claim all the benefits of Proverbs 3. All the benefits of Proverbs 3. You know what's going on. We don't have to know it. We just have to do our part as joint heirs with Christ. Because he, we're just members of the body in particular. Whether 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 an eyelash or a toenail or whether a brain cell over here or a kidney cell over there, we're all just part of the body of Christ. Some of us are being used to help purify the body. I knew a pastor once. He said he's part of the gastrointestinal tract. He's trying to help get the body purified, get rid of the poop. <laughs> we all need to get rid of our poop, and we thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the the people with insight. <laughs> Oh, I cry. 
Whoa!